Welcome to the Drinking Out of Cups podcast. I am here. I am your host, Raven. I am tired and uh, beat. It was both Hakeem and Mai's birthday uh, last Happy night, so. birthday to you. You're late. Sorry. Yeah, you're late. You're a day late. Damn, so. I'm pregnant? <laughs> yeah. So Ryan is definitely going to have to carry this one energetically uh, because Micah and I are dead. From partying. Yeah. But we're here. We're here. We're making it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Gotta get these stoked. Gotta get it done, you know? Yeah. Talking about a crazy one today. Yeah. Talking about. But before we talk about that, I do want to just plug the Patreon right up top because of an interview we just did with the Groove Damage, half of the band of Groove Damage, and it was insane. I'm gonna take over this because you're fucking, I can tell you're tired, bro. Yeah, Yo, we did an interview on Patreon, guys, with fucking Groove Damage. This is the second episode of our interviews. First one, shout out Adam Hollick, engineer. But now we interviewed the dudes who did our intro song, fucking Groove Damage, dude. Half of Groove Damage, the rhythm section. Nick and Aaron, shout out the dogs. Shout out Groove Damage. It's a sick-ass interview. It's like three and a half fucking hours long. If you guys want to listen to a dope-ass interview about them and how our, we went to fucking Europe, dude. We took a walk to Poland. And we are back. We're doing an episode today. Fucking, what are we talking about today, Raven? Oh, check well, us out. Patreon.com slash I want to add one thing about uh, Aaron and Nick is if you think they're good at music, well, they're also fucking natural comedians. They're Dude. the funniest people <laughs> in the world. Literally, the conversations we have are like, it's, I feel like I always need to be recording for like a podcast because they're fucking goddamn hilarious. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they start their own after this comes out. Absolutely. They are hilarious. Yeah. And this is actually their first podcast. So they've never done a podcast before. Yeah. So go check that out. Um, that's drinking out of cups at uh, Patreon. So or patreon.com forward slash D O O C. Um, yeah. Not going to plug the Patreon at the top on every episode, but this is a really special interview that we did. So go check it out. Yep. This one's important. Yep. I mean, they're all important, Just, but this one's fucking extra special to us because Groove Damage has been there from the start. So, yeah, d- definitely before the start. Yeah, exactly. So, positive shout out to dogs, dude. Yeah, and negative shout out to our day. Uh, our day subject is spice. Yep, and if we ain't talking about pumpkin pie spiced lattes. We're talking nope. about fucking the Today, crazy drug. You you yep. tell us, Raven. You tell us. Yep. Today, we are going over the drug that many of our listeners have likely heard of, but are probably not too sure of what it actually is. And that drug is spice. Now, before you go rushing to your kitchen and looking for nutmeg or or oregano to smoke, these are not the spices that I am talking about. I am referring to synthetic marijuana, and I'm using marijuana uh, not because I choose to, but because that is the way it is uh, advertised. Commonly referred to as spice or K2. There are so many different brands with nicknames for this quote-unquote incense with over 700 herbal blends known to exist that I will only rattle off a few of the nicknames. Fake Weed, RX, Don Scooby Skunk, Snacks, Bliss, Black Mamba, Genie, and lastly, Bombay Blue, 
where they got these names, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't even know where Bombay Blue would come from. Like, I get like Scooby, like Don Scooby Skunk, or I, I don't know. Where what, Don how do you comes get from. that one? Well, I guess maybe like Don Soap is it's like a chemical thing. Oh, well, it's like so. related to weed, Scooby Skunk kind of. Yeah, but, like, Bombay Blue is like what? I yeah. I don't know because Don Scooby Skunk. That's, that's so just, weird. Like, what's the Don? Is it dish soap? That's what I was, <laughs> I that's what I was saying. Yeah, uh, Black Mamba is a strain of weed too, and also Kobe's nickname. I'm pretty sure, right? Oh, the I, black mamba r.i.p to the dog oh yeah i think it was right do you think his uh the pilot of the helicopter was on spice that's why they call it black mamba <sighs> Ooh, maybe maybe damn that's oh. a conspiracy that we're starting dude <laughs> that kobe's pilot was on spice yeah <laughs> damn. I, like I believe it i'll, I'll say that's facts yeah well, that's, that's good facts. marketing on the, 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 the people that made the black mamba yeah absolutely yeah. it's definitely not named after the snake or the weed so probably not named after that these nicknames are very strange but we will keep it simple and for the rest of the episode just refer to it as spice or k2 Uh, but just keep in mind that there are many different brands out there selling and branding this drug as the same thing but can potentially different amounts of chemicals or just be completely different chemicals altogether so it's important to keep that in mind as we go forward So the packaging that you'll find this stuff in is more often than not a very shiny small bag with some sort of like superhero or video game reference or really any kind of intellectual property infringement with my favorite that I found being Angry Birds Space. The fine blend. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fine blend of aromatic herbs with no stems. And the the description is really funny. We we don't smoke stems out here, dude. (laughs) Yeah, no stems. So the description reads, Angry Bird Space Herbal Incense is a fine blend of aromatic herbs. There are no stems in Angry Bird Space, and its taste is nice and fluffy. How do does you it feel taste like, nice and fluffy? Yeah, yeah what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you wouldn't even say that about weed, and it's being sold as a weed substitute. Dude, this weed tastes like a, just a nice big old cloud that you're going through and on your way up to space, dude. Fluffy stuff. So, <laughs> so weed tastes like Gabriel Iglesias fluffy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so it continues. Do you feel like life is for the birds? Maybe it should be if the bird is if it if it is the bird you mean. It's written so poorly. It's like not in English. <laughs> it's like someone translated it using Google Translate. Yeah, like they probably quite used the, the Angry Birds space before they wrote this. this is their trip <laughs> They're high on their own supply. <laughs> this yeah, is a trip exactly. report. <laughs> <laughs> you just need some downtime to get back to your happy place. We got what you need. Angry Birds incense is a hyped up. Okay, I read this as potpourri. Turns out, it, I thought it was a weed reference. Turns out potpourri is just spelled potpourri. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's super weird. I was reading all these thinking it was just a pot reference. Really? <laughs> yeah. uh, that will fill your nest with funky fumes and help your soul take flight. Light up a dish of Angry Birds incense and let the aromatherapy do its job. A Breathe dish deep. of Angry Birds incense. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's an incense, right? And yeah, dish. Uh, I'm gonna start saying that, like, yo, do you want to smoke a dish real quick? <laughs> Maybe that's why they call it Don uh, fucking Scary Spice, whatever they were saying. Don Don Snag. <laughs> yeah, because it's cleaning your dishes. Yeah, exactly. Well, because you're smoking dish, dude. <laughs> you're smoking Don, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone that's using this product would ever connect those two things. But <laughs> so it says. 
Light up a dish of Angry Birds incense and let the aromatherapy do its job. Breathe deep and let the aroma fill your head and prepare to soar to new heights of relaxation as Angry Birds incense takes you away on wings of smoky delight. Isn't it times? It says times. Uh, <laughs> for, for you to stop worrying about everyone else and have some quote-unquote me time, just one whiff of Angry Birds incense and you'll be sold. Angry Birds incense is no cheap in quotations, cheap limitation mm-hmm. or imitation. My bad. It packs a real punch that lasts for hours. I mean, fuck Damn. yeah, dude. That's Good pretty marketing. dope. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and the uh, the bag is literally just Angry Birds in space. <laughs> Damn, that's fucking oh, dope, yeah. dude. I wonder if it's like super expensive now. Like, you remember when the i when they deleted Angry Birds off of the App Store and like people were selling their iPhones for like thousand dollars because it had angry birds on it no it was um flappy bird is what you're thinking. oh right that was flappy bird i guess i was thinking of flappy bird this whole time yeah angry birds <laughs> are the ones that you shoot into the fucking buildings and shit yeah and you kill the pigs um i wouldn't Damn. be surprised if there's an angry birds spice out there you mean a flappy bird spice yeah flappy bird yeah. <laughs> we're, so, we're i am so out of it i'm sorry we're all ass backwards dude we're all backwards yeah. ass right now <laughs> <laughs> if anyone uh out there wants a good laugh go over to k2spiceofficial.com and look around the shop they have all kinds of crazy weird uh stuff from allegedly selling magic mushrooms on their website albino magic mushrooms to k2 dabs <laughs> called psycho powder and even k2 soaked <laughs> pieces of paper that wow. sounds so scary. Psycho powder. Like, yeah. Why would you yeah. want to buy that? Dude, and all the packaging <laughs> on this stuff is so crazy. Like, it, it's it's all... Well, most of it's copyright infringement. Just completely just ripped off from something. Like, there was a Diablo one. And uh, just, like, all kinds of different movie covers. I feel like the people that are packaging this stuff and selling it on the internet and to gas stations are, like, doing it out of their garage. Yeah. Or... Yeah, I don't think a lot of it's being manufactured in the U.S., no. Yeah, well, and it's probably also not being manufactured in, like, an actual lab. So, no. like what Michael was just saying, it's well, probably yeah, manufactured I mean, at, like, home. Yeah, all they have to do is essentially just blend, like, herbs with, like, the the powdered, you know. Yeah, so typically when people get this stuff, it's a synthetic chemical sprayed onto plants to make it look like real cannabis. Uh, while it's difficult, it's really difficult to say exactly which synthetic cannabinoid is the main one being added to the spice due to them typically not having the ingredients list because all these products are technically not for human consumption. But one of the main chemicals that you can actually buy in bulk from one of these companies is called uh, JWH-250. And most other synthetic cannabinoids are just other variations of JWH whatever number. So it's I'll get into what the JWH is here in a second, but that's... People are smoking the Ford F-250? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. the jeep the jeep white house jeep white, jeep house. white house 250 yep. <laughs> <laughs> more like the jeeked white house <laughs> jeep. 250. Yeah, yeah hell yeah and most of the time the plant that is having the chemical put on it it changes from brand to brand so it's never or it, i won't say it's never oftentimes it's just a random plant you can find a list of the plants online but it's pretty long it's just weird, smokable, dried leaves most of the time. So you're saying it is vegan, though, right? Yeah, absolutely. So unlike heroin, spice is vegan. <laughs> and cruelty-free. Yeah. If you don't count all the people who have been injured in the <laughs> smoking of it. Yeah, I'll get into some of that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, while a handful of states banned spice independently, 
Spice has wildly different laws from country to country, especially due to the fact that it's so many different chemicals. They can't just ban one drug and call it good. So the United States, it is the in the United States, it's the first drug that we've talked about that was banned by the Synthetic Drug Abuse Prevention Act of 2012 that was passed by Obama following a suicide related to K2. So David Rosga, an American teenager from Indianola, it's the weirdest state name or city name in a state, Indianola. Iowa yeah, you shot him be in India, Indiana, 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 right? Yeah. Indiana. <laughs> yeah. It's a really weird name. Yeah. Shout out to anyone who lives there, I guess. Negative shout out if you live in Indiana. Just kidding. Actually, no. That or one fucking, oh, Indianola, yeah. No, positive Iowa. shout out if you live in Indiana. Negative shout out if you live in Iowa. Right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm joking, dude. Yeah. We need the Midwest, dude. Shout out all the corn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he makes the whiskey yeah so. true <laughs> so david rosga was an american teenager from indianola iowa and he shot himself in a in an apparent suicide on june 6 2010 Jeez. and it was reported by his friends that he had smoked k2 approximately one hour before his death this led congress to pass the the david mitchell rosga act which banned the use and distribution of k2 in the united states damn so, the Synthetic Drug Abuse Act of 2012 banned a whole list of synthetic cannabinoids, although not all of them, due to the chemists constantly discovering new ones. And it's incredibly difficult for the law to keep up with banning them due to them being sold as incense and not for human consumption as well. So they don't have to list them as an ingredient on the in, quote-unquote incense that they're selling. Yeah, and then they can all, like, there's been so many different changes in it that they've been able to you know just be always one step ahead and yeah uh, it, it just makes it's almost like the wild west of like drug legalization yeah it's very very strange uh, yeah so the u.s army even had to put a ban in place specifically for spice after cases of navy army and marines started using spice in japan they uh, they issued a general ban on any synthetic cannabis mimics as well as any derivatives analogs or variants of it and specifically ban the possession or use of spice or any other mood-altering substance except for alcohol or tobacco. So is this like a ban on just the people who are involved in the army? It's a ban on, yeah. So anyone that's in the army or military cannot wow. use or obtain spice in other countries. Oh, and, oh, so like even if it was legal in another country, like it, it's still like under like the law of like the u.s of like if you're in the army then you're like so so this is a law right this is not just like a rule well i i wouldn't say it's a law because it is kind of just a, a rule but it's like a ban it's a ban yeah, yeah. so okay. like it's like if your job tells you you can't smoke weed or something i see so if you were like in the army and you got caught you'd probably just get like discharged or something or like just get in trouble rather than yeah, like actually you, like going to jail or something well i mean yeah you could go to like the army jail but Gotcha. I don't know if they would go that serious, but they it was serious enough to where they put a ban specifically on spice. Interesting. I mean, huh? Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, so the history of spice is really very strange. The detailed history of spice and synthetic cannabinoids is very limited and mysterious to say the least. So I'll just go over the stuff that is real and documented, but we'll be adding some speculation along the way. So the history begins in 1984 with John W. Hoffman, a professor of organic chemistry at Clemson University. Clemson. Where he, Clemson. Man, what's up with all these Hoffmans being chemists? I know, dude. <laughs> That's wild. 
I wonder if they're all, all related. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> so this is actually the first chemical I feel like that we've talked about that originated in the United States and not in Germany and then moved to Germany. Yeah. Yeah. I, we're number one. We're number one. <laughs> We're number twenty-nine. <laughs> it's like so, like classic America is just like like we do like one thing, uh, even like remotely, like trying to like keep up with the rest of the world. Like we do like one thing like before someone else, and we're like we're the best. We're the best. We've been doing this forever. We're the best. And it's like you know, how many other shit we've stolen from other countries, like <laughs> and like fucking uh, not invented. Like <laughs> yeah. So in 1984. Uh, John W. Hoffman, he was a professor of organic chemistry at Clemson University where he synthesized the first synthetic cannabinoid. He and his team would develop over 400 synthetic cannabinoids, uh, which were used as a pharmacological tool to study endocannabinoids. (laughs) God damn, dude. And and cannabinoid receptor genetics. (laughs) These studies would be crucial for a better understanding of the uh, physiology of cannabinoid control system in the human body and brain. Unfortunately for Hoffman, though, two of the chemicals that he had created found be- were found being sold in Germany under the brand name Spice and K2 as marijuana alternatives, which he had to say, I figured once it started in Germany, it was going to spread. I'm concerned it could hurt people. So he knew, he knew immediately when he saw it, saw it uh, get found on the street that it was going to be bad. He also said, Damn. "He also said, I think this was something that was more or less inevitable. It bothers me that people are so stupid to use this stuff." Well, wow. Yeah. I mean, shout out that guy dude, for like putting out that statement and just like being like, "Yo, like this is a dangerous thing." Like, uh, but- yeah, the dude who literally made it. It was like. People are stupid to use this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. You can't say that about a lot of drugs, honestly. Yeah. And the history of, um, you know, uh, spice and synthetic cannabinoids kind of peters off with uh, the brand Spice being the very first company to start manufacturing and selling these synthetic cannabinoid-based plant materials. From there, the U.S. would start getting K2, and the surge of people having public episodes and being injured from K2 would begin with it being marketed as a uh, drug test safe alternative to cannabis. Whoa. Yeah, so people were essentially using it for what it was marketed for, but uh, it's, uh, you know, not safe. Yeah, uh, when I was in high school, um, that's what I always like heard it as, was just like, oh, it's like a legal safe alternative to like, cannabis and stuff like that. And uh, that's how like everyone always like, sold it as like not like sold it as but like uh, like metaphorically sold it as like told people about it and shit like yeah um yeah pretty crazy and which i'll get into later about some personal uses of these thing of this because i have tried it multiple times and it is fucking not fun <laughs> yeah fuck so, spice. which is funny that i've tried it multiple times even though it's not fun <laughs> yeah it's so weird how it's a synthetic cannabinoid but does not affect you like a normal uh thc would yeah exactly um which yeah micah can get into why that is because that kind of comes into play because of the fact that even though they're synthetic cannabinoids they interact with cannabinoid receptors in the brain and the endocannabinoid system their chemical structures often like bear little resemblance to thc that you know the main compound that we know of when we think of cannabis um and it's 
like we said earlier, part of what kind of makes them difficult to regulate and essentially makes it hard for um, people to test for it. Essentially, like if you were to end up in the hospital um, and, you know, not being able to tell them what it is in your system and then they try to test for it, they wouldn't really be able to know what it is. And so they wouldn't be able to know how to treat you, which is kind of scary. It's super um, scary. Yeah, that's it's, terrifying. Sorry. And it's led to a couple of deaths. Like, yeah. A couple of them. <laughs> yeah, like quite a few. Uh, that's the, a been the issue with like uh, research chemicals that get pumped out from China and essentially are just sold to people before there's ever been like clinical trials. So essentially, we are like the test subjects, the people that have used these drugs. And um, what's scary about that is they don't list what's actually active in the in the spice. So if someone's buying research chemicals online, then they can kind of pick and choose which one they want. If they've done their research and want that research chemical, they can just go and buy it. But with these spice uh, packets or K2, uh, they don't list anything. And a lot of the times they're not at all what they say they're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Which is super scary to think of because as we said with the packaging, like it kind of, it seems like it's sort of uh, marketed to people that would be, you know, from like a specific community essentially that maybe doesn't have as much resources to like getting drugs at all, you know? Essentially being kind of naive to drug use and using something like this, it just seems so scary that it was like packaged all like fun looking and has this cool like description of what the effects are on the back and whatnot. But essentially it's like dangerous as fuck. I mean, I don't know if they're packaged fun looking. They look like just gas station drugs. Well, yeah, but like using Angry Birds type thing is going to like make kids look at that. And absolutely. I wonder what that is. Marijuana alternative, like, oh, I'm not smoking weed. Yeah, it's legal. You see it in a gas station across the counter and you're like, what? Like, that's cool. Yeah, you're like, oh, and a lot of these people see that type of stuff and they're like, oh, like, legal high? Like, I might as well try it. Like, I buy it from the store. It must be safe. I mean, it's been banned in the U.S. since 2012, though. Right. Well, yeah, but you can still buy it. There are still, like, places you could buy it and stuff like gas stations that would still sell it illegally. Yeah, there definitely is. Yeah. Um. Um, yeah, so I guess to kind of uh, compare it to Delta 9 THC, um, which is a partial agonist at the CB1 and CB2 receptors, um, the synthetic cannabinoids, most of them are so far, we like as we know in the literature, they're full agonists at these receptors and additionally show much higher potency. So it's kind of thought that the like signs and symptoms of, uh, you know, like a toxic essentially like poisoning from it um including like you know all this all these gnarly effects like anxiety confusion and psychosis and stuff um is thought that like that is much more potent and is uh essentially what's making them scarier than THC on its own um because they are attaching to the receptors um with uh, like a much higher affinity than uh THC does so yeah, naturally, it? THC is just kind of like, I feel like it's it, because it's a plant that's natural, you know, it, it kind of works well with your brain. <laughs> and then this is like overloaded. Well, and plus two, humans have been using THC and uh, cannabis for thousands of years. So. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing to fuck with your endocannabinoid system, I think is kind of crazy because it's a system that regulate so many other bodily functions, as I mentioned in the cannabis episode. So check that out if you haven't yet. Um, 
So, weirdly enough, there was there's been some issues with uh, people ending up in the hospital from spice use. There was actually a multi-state outbreak of uh, coagulopathy following synthetic cannabinoid, cannabinoid use, um, and it was attributed to the presence of uh, the vitamin K-dependent antagonist Brodifacum. Don't know how to say that. But essentially, it's a blood thinner that's used in rat poison. Um, Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> and so since the initial case, seen a year ago in Illinois, more than 300 people have been treated in 11 states for serious bleeding after exposure, and at least eight deaths have been reported. Jeez. Um, and that was just from there being rat poison in these packages of spice blends. Wow. Which and is just fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, not even the only uh, bad thing that's been found in these spice yeah, blends. I was going to say, I have a bunch of stuff that I'll talk about later within the uh, stuff that they've found in some of the chemicals that they've tested of like when these like deaths are happening and stuff like that. And uh, it's crazy the chemicals that are, that are fucking, that they found in these things. Yeah. yeah, it kind of reminds me of that stuff that's like used in South America. It's like just essentially like a blend of a bunch of other synthetic cannabinoids, I think. Or like essentially it's like a weed that they smoke, but it's... Oh, I don't know about this. Super strong and like, yeah, I forget what they call it. I'll have to look it up. Jankum? Um, <laughs> just kidding. <yeah. laughs> what? Jankum. 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 Oh, gosh. No. Open Jankum style. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wow, how did you not say that the last time? We did. That was a joke in the Jankum episode, I'm pretty what? sure. Oh, my gosh. My poor memory. <laughs> R.I.P. to Micah's brain, dude. Right? Well, I got to stop. I got to lay off the spice. <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes with nice, so you would think it's good. <laughs> but nice yeah, spice. If that's how you decide to take drugs is how they, remind, how they rhyme with other words. Yeah, like cannabis, it's like fucking am I bliss? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and you know, like heroin, like fucking hella fun when I'm doing heroin. <laughs> <laughs> no, not good. Not fun. Uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, the uh, those were the first known instances of rat poison being found in synthetic cannabinoids, and how this toxin got in there is just unknown. Um, essentially, it could have been. Put in there on purpose or put in there accidentally. Who knows? It was probably just a disgusting lab or whatever. Yeah. They, they were yeah. packaging it. Or not even a lab, just, yeah, a disgusting garage that they had rat poisoning with the chem- chemicals or plants, whatever, and it just fell in or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. it's super weird. The But this is what tripped me out was that I read that uh, drug users deliberately ingest rat poison uh, to stay high longer when taking marijuana or cocaine. What? Yeah, um, I was going to say, I read, uh, I saw a Vice, I think it was a Vice thing. Um, shout out Vice, positive shout out. Uh, this dude who was making uh, pressed uh, like ecstasy pills and stuff like that, uh, when I was researching for, the MD- researching for the MDMA episode, he would fucking intentionally put rat poison in his like pills and stuff like that, and then like what sell the them. Fuck? Yeah, and then people like sell them at festivals, and they'd be like, oh, this is like pure like MDMA, and he'd be like, yeah, this is the best stuff you can get. Like, it's 100% pure, and like the lady was just like, do you feel bad about doing this? And he was like, no. It's like, dude, you're a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, it makes me wonder, like, if there's just a certain level of it that you can use and it's, like, a certain dose of it that's not that big of a deal. But, because I guess what it says is, like, the the toxin will tie up uh, your liver enzymes that metabolize these drugs. So it extends their effects and makes it feel stronger. Yeah, I was reading Um, about that, yeah. Which is just wild to think that, like, you, you you could potentially microdose rat poison to just make your drug experience did you say, last a little bit longer. Did you That's say it's so a blood thinner? Fucked. 
Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it's a blood thinner that's used in rat poison. This brodifacum stuff. So yeah, can't that yeah. cause like internal bleeding and stuff too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and actually, I think that's what has happened um, in a few cases where people have ended up in, um, yeah, the the like in the emergency room. Um, doc- doctors have documented uh, like a confusing array of problems among users, uh, including like seizures, strokes, brain bleeding, and heart attacks. Jesus. Um, so I think that Christ. could be associated with some of the rat poison stuff, but it is also associated with spice on its own. Wow. Um, people ending up in the hospital like for really, really scary shit. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking terrifying. And, uh, yeah, so I guess, like, harm mediated by the CB1 receptor agonism can be more severe than its partial agonist uh, counterparts. So, essentially, that's kind of what I was mentioning earlier, that Delta-9 THC, the one we're familiar with, with natural cannabis, um, is just not likely to be, to cause these severe effects. It does, I would say, cause, you know psychosis for some people and like anxiety and panic attacks for sure but not to the level of uh these synthetic cannabinoids um mm, gotcha so yeah kind of crazy one of the jwh 018 um has caused seizures and convulsions and there's evidence that uh suggests this is a result of inhibiting gaba neurotransmission more effectively whoa. than delta 9 whoa interesting yeah, super weird. I was also reading that uh, cannabis like has also other like uh, cannabinoids that are like and other th- like things in cannabis that are like uh, kind of almost like cause like the relaxation effect and stuff like that. Where like this like non psychoactive part- property, right? Exactly, and so like yeah. but like K two and like spice and stuff like that don't have don't have that, which is why like people freak out so much. Yeah, I mean that's what's kind of like strange to think of is that if you're getting. Um, say it's just one chemical like this JWH018, you're ingesting just one synthetic chemical. Whereas like when you're smoking cannabis flower, you're ingesting like 400 something chemicals that are naturally, you know, formulated as a plant to be what it's to be. So it kind of makes sense that you go making a synthetic version of something that's slightly related to the plant, but not really at all. But also used in way higher quantities or like it's way more potent. Yeah. And oh my gosh, I was so surprised to see how potent some of them are uh, active at like as low as a hundred something micrograms. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, And like a heavy dose being like 400 micrograms. So essentially if people are ordering powdered synthetic cannabinoids on the internet, like I would hope that they know how to dose, you know, themselves with the fact that you can't weigh that out on a scale. Yeah, so, that's fucking crazy. I feel like that's probably where a lot of the issues have happened is overdoses with yeah. the fact that it's just so potent and then people buy it and they sprinkle it on like a bowl of weed or something and then they just smoke like way too much. <laughs> yeah, well, and then also like the people that are making it at home, like not in a lab and stuff like that, like the people that are like uh, spraying it on their plant material themselves and it's, uh, you know, some people don't know how to properly dose it and like make sure that it is a, a balance like uh across the the entire like plant material that you're putting it on yeah which is All right. i saw i saw yeah. on that website i mentioned earlier um they sell little spray bottles just of k2 that says that you're supposed to put it on your like weed essentially i feel like that's oh. almost safer like the spray bottle it's a yeah it's just alcohol and k2 yeah, I feel like that's probably a safer way to do it than buying, like, the actual plant material. Because then it's like, okay, like, now I know, like, this bowl of weed has, like, this amount of, like, 
you know, you know theoret- the actual theoretically. Chemical. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, honestly, to just add a little harm reduction in here, if you're going to be someone who orders these chemicals ever on the internet, um, there's a method to, you know, uh, dose chemicals that are highly potent without using a scale, um, you know, using a scale, but essentially it's volumetric dosing. So you'd be making that solution for yourself. And I think that that would be probably the safest way to be doing it because then you actually know the concentration of that because that spray bottle is likely not going to tell you what concentration. It's a good point. Drug is in there. So. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, if you did find one, yeah, yeah, probably just don't do spice. Yeah, I don't recommend it to anyone. Yeah, definitely. Some people enjoy it. Yeah. Well, also, some people enjoy doing fucking bath salts and fucking. Yeah. <laughs> some people enjoy, you know, all sorts of fucked up shit. So. Rat poison. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, maybe just don't don't be like those people. Oh, those people. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What do you? Yeah. Damn. What do you? I say? stand by what I said. Just kidding. I've never <laughs> tried it. I've tried. Um, <laughs> I hate myself for trying. <laughs> uh, uh, so a little bit more on the toxic side of things. Sorry that there's not a lot of fun stuff to talk about with this uh, kind of umbrella term of a bunch of chemicals because essentially there doesn't seem to be uh, a whole lot of fun experiences and like good times on it. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> uh, and it doesn't seem like it's like psychedelic in the sense that it's helping people like you know, expand their mind or whatever, you know? Yeah. Well, we watched that one video of the guy who says he smokes 30 joints a day or something. Oh my uh, God. Spice. 30 blunts. 30 blunts a day. He's the Snoop Dogg of fucking spice, dude. (laughs) Yeah. But he said nine times out of 10, it feels like a weed high, but it's like that one time. Yeah. But it's it's probably misdosed or something where he probably gets too much of it. Yeah. Right. Or it's just a weird chemical. Like a different one. Yeah, he true. Hasn't had Because there's so many of them. Like, it's wild that there's hundreds and hundreds. Well, especially yeah, with all the, like, the, the legality of all these where they, they're cracking down trying to stop people from selling it and stuff legally in gas stations or whatever. And then, like, so it could be probably the same brand, but they can probably just change the chemicals that are in it without even really, like, notifying people. So you can buy, like, oh, I like this brand. It's good. And then you buy it one day and all, it's different. And you're like, whoa. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's what makes it really scary to be using is that... It's just so variable what you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah, it's really a Russian roulette drug. Yeah. Dude, I, I read that in multiple articles that people were saying, like, you're basically playing Russian roulette with this. Yeah, because you could do harm to yourself or others, too. So yeah. it's definitely, like, the reason it's banned in the U.S. is because that kid killed himself. Yeah. That's yeah. wild that that, you know, essentially it came out and then it instantly got banned. Yeah, not exactly. instantly, but like it, it wasn't around for a few years, really. No, I remember it being like popular for like one year and then like, like if that and then it was yeah. like gone all of a sudden. I remember it being like the drug that people who were on probation used. Yeah, exactly. Excuse me. Um, yeah, I have a lot to talk. Well, not a lot to talk, but definitely some to talk about that. It's because it's yeah. Hell yeah. But I mean, I don't know. We can talk about it now if you want. I don't care. Um, I have a couple more things that I'll mention just about like negative effects. Um, negative. So yeah, for sure. It's sad. I feel, I feel really bad that people have used this drug. I mean, these drugs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So does the creator. Yeah. No, I know. I can't believe it. He's just like, oh, these people are stupid. Well, (laughs) and then when people started taking it and using it, he got blamed for making it. Yeah. That usually happens. Um, that happened with the NBOME class of psychedelics. Um, 
people were upset with the guy who created those. Yeah, even though he um, was instrumental in the forwarding of the research of cannabinoid receptors. Right. And that's the thing. A lot of the times there's drugs that are made to just uh, help like doing cellular studies of certain kinds or genetic studies of certain kinds. And so the drug was discovered and yes, it was written about and published in literature, but then some clandestine chemist gets his, you know, hands on that and realizes like, Oh wow, this could actually be like a money-making thing. And yeah, uh, that's that's essentially what China, China's doing. And it sucks because a lot of these people like make these drugs to be like, Oh, like I could probably make money off this or whatever. And where in like reality, it's like, why you should be making these drugs like to like try to figure out like which is like a cool drug to like make your brain do cool things rather than like fucking oh how do i make money off of these fucking peasants which is essentially like what their like ideas are well i mean it's that idea of like a lot of drug dealers where it's like okay it's not it's the it's my customer's choice at the end of the day yeah i'm not it's not my I'm not affecting them anymore. They would just go and find it from someone else. Yeah, exactly. So I understand the the business side of it. It sucks, but... Um, yeah, it does suck. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess just the last kind of th- stuff about, you know, the heart, heart stuff, the bad stuff. Um, it seems to cause uh, both tachycardia, more frequently so with tachycardia and wow. bradycardia. Um, but then also gastrointestinal symptoms with nausea and vomiting are also common. Um, so I would say probably don't lay down when you've smoked it and like get into bed potentially. Cause like you could choke on your vomit. Wow. Um, which is kind of scary. <laughs> That's fucking terrifying, dude. Cause I, I know someone that I've smoked this with that like laid down and was all fucked up from it. And, uh, well, yeah. Cause like a lot of people smoke weed and like chill and like, yeah in bed you know no exactly yeah like they're just like lay down like a lot of people smoke weed in bed while they're like watching fucking cartoons or tv whatever you know listen to music yeah it sounds just like not a chill experience not at all yeah um so it can also cause some of the the synthetic cannabinoids can cause uh hyperthermia and hypothermia um seizures i've said that a million times i feel bad but it just it's it's intense that they actually can cause seizures absolutely um, yeah because you can die from seizures so like remember that, that that's yeah. part of what makes this a fatal drug um potentially absolutely. Um, but then also respiratory depression interesting yeah i did read that as well actually yeah yeah so it's it's like it's almost like more dangerous than heroin <laughs> yeah it's fucking crazy <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i i was reading that three uh essentially children i think they were like 16 all independently got hospitalized from smoking spice. And one of them was found with uh, accelerated troponin levels in her blood, which is when your heart gets damaged, it releases troponin. Hmm. So they're trying to like relate that to spice being like spice Hmm. can hurt your heart. Very. Yeah. I mean, it definitely seems like it, like it. And I'm wondering if it's like dose dependent or it's like person dependent. Like if you have, you know, uh, heart condition or maybe just like are a little unhealthier than someone like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it like affects the heart other than maybe just giving you severe anxiety and like your blood pressure raises. Yeah. That's what it's done for me when I've tried it. It makes you just feel like you're fucking so anxious and like fucked up from it. It's like the opposite of what, I mean, weed can make you have a panic attack, but like this was like 
almost instant panic. Yeah, watch me try spice and enjoy it, but not enjoy weed. <laughs> I'm sure there are people like that, dude. Yeah, I think there is. Like, there's people who prefer spice over weed. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's super wild. It's crazy. It's just it's go wild. to a dispensary. Like, do you guys have any spice? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so angry got that, if I was like, a synthetic shit. Yeah, if I was a bud tender and someone asked me for that, I would be so angry. Yeah, it'd be weird. <laughs> yeah, like, you. F- you um, fucker. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, so, crazy, crazy stuff uh, when it comes to the neurotransmitter pathways that uh, can be interfered and mediated also by these drugs. Yeah. Um, the synthetic cannabinoids, they'll bind to glutamatergic, uh, serotonin, opioid, adrenergic, and cholinergic receptors. Um which is a lot of information, I know. But I think what I want to take from this and uh, help, uh, I guess, give people an idea of what could make this drug or these drugs so much different in their effects uh, compared to just, you know, regular old Delta 9 THC or cannabis as a whole, um, is that, you know, I I feel like the serotonin uh, effects may be what could be causing it to be more like of a euphoric fun high potentially, you know, for people um, that is making them like it more than um, cannabis. And then uh, the respiratory depression thing, I'd be like, that's probably because of the opioid. Um, if, you know, the, the fact that these drugs do um, affect the opioid receptors. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I was, uh, I was watching a video of this, uh, these paramedics that were, uh, being interviewed like about spice and stuff like that and they got a call in the middle of the thing and uh, in the middle of the interview and they had to run and like go like get this like help this guy pick him up and uh, he'd been smoking spice and literally the lady was just like explaining like she was just like I'm just trying to keep him awake like and make sure he's like he's, his breathing continues and stuff like that that was like one of the first things she was like checking for is Damn. like making sure that he was like oh, trying like conscious and like still breathing and stuff like that and like continuing to breathe well, and they have found uh, synthetic uh, opioids inside spice. Yeah, they yeah. got tested. The ODSMT, Odesmethyltramadol. Yeah, yeah, that shit's and fucked up. We also found fentanyl in some of them too. What? Really? Yeah, I read a couple articles about that. Whoa, that is insane. That's yeah. actually crazy because um, so that that research chemical Odesmethyltramadol is a synthetic, you know, opioid um, that was sold. Uh, for a period of time on the research chemical markets, uh, you know, in the U S and other countries. Um, but that was actually, I don't know if I mentioned it in the Kratom episode, there was, uh, certain Kratom brands at like really shitty gas stations essentially would have, uh, this drug added to them and people were experiencing seizures from like just taking Kratom. And it essentially was because it had this other opioid added to it. Wow. Do you know where I could get some of those? (laughs) (laughs) This stuff's scary. Yeah, it is really scary because you think you're just getting a plant essentially with uh, either of these things. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's weird. And I feel like some of it just comes down to like the people that are making these are like considering like, oh, how could we like bulk up a new blend, like making a a, a crazier one? Oh, let's just fucking add this weird opioid chemical to it you know or, or like rat poison or something <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly it's like, so how, weird 
it's like they're adding the opioid to make people kind of maybe knock out like weed would to give you that body high because it doesn't give you any body high, but it, then yeah. they're killing people with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's maybe good. they even think that it might help with like the anxiety and stuff like that of like the people that fucking smoke it and freak out and stuff like that because weed does have that like um, calming effect and stuff like that. So maybe they're adding opioids to try to add that calming effect. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. It makes me wonder if there's actually any brands out there that have tried to like uh, even still. Uh, compare it to like a hybrid sativa versus indica type situation. I mean, oh, like this one is yeah. like more stimulating and this one is more into couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder yeah. when looking at the different brands, like the Diablo one versus the Angry Birds one. Right. Like, yeah. what is the difference? Like, what is the branding difference? There? I feel like those are probably almost like more of the same, like Diablo and Angry Birds. Like, I feel like they're both going to make you fucking jeeked, like all fucking just energetic angry. and <laughs> energetic and shit. Yeah. Whereas I feel like uh, I don't know, more like alien style ones, like I've seen like ones with like spaceships on them and stuff, and uh, nice. Those probably are like more, more in the couch. They're they're targeting me as an audience to try <laughs> spice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So last thing, um, just to mention that you know I, I talked about it very briefly, but that it can induce psychosis. Um, I found this kind of interesting that younger male users using synthetic cannabinoids, I'm doing it too, um, appear to experience more psychotic symptoms compared to those who use just cannabis on its own. Mm. Um, And this psychosis can even persist uh, without a history of mental illness and has been reported to develop into chronic schizophrenia. Whoa. So almost kind of like how uh, drug-induced schizophrenia can happen with psychedelics or you know, stimulant drugs or different things. Or yeah. even cannabis. I was about yeah. to say, yeah. But I guess, I mean, essentially what they're saying is that it's more common with this these synthetic cannabinoids than cannabis. Oh, interesting. And I mean, it makes sense because of the... males. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because of the, uh, like the, the fact that it's an agonist, like a full agonist on those cannabis receptors. Uh, like, it just latches on so hard. It's almost like probably, I guess I would relate it to, like, when you get, like really really fucking stoned from even maybe like an edible or like uh like something that just gets you just or you just smoke a fuck ton of weed and you just get so high and then you're just like like you get start to get anxiety you start to panic like you just get you're just like well whoa, am i gonna like come down like ju- you're just so fucking high that's like kind of what i would relate it to probably that's the thing so well you know i feel like um this is a good spot to just kind of mention that i did try a form of spice i don't know what it was what brand it was or anything like that um Mm. when i was like very young um just some friend was like hey do you want to try this uh he called it salvia actually he thought it was oh really interesting yeah and so i had experienced like kind of being like permafried from it like essentially (laughs) i had i woke up the next day after smoking it and um still felt like physical effects kind of not yeah. like I wasn't like tripping or anything, but I was like, whoa, I'm still high. And then I figured like, okay, it's going to go away by the time I fall asleep. Yeah. No, it lasted like three months. It was the weirdest thing to be because every time that wow. I would like smoke weed, it would make it really intense and really like, uh, it just, it made it worse. And I feel like that probably just prolonged, you know. The- so you're almost having like flashbacks and stuff from it. Yeah. Well, and that's what was wow. strange though, is that it was like daily that I was feeling it. And then when huh. I would smoke weed, it would be like way more intense. But then 
it finally went away. And what was a, a trip was that like, I think that same year I finally had tried salvia and, um, the, the the thing was is that I was told that like what I had tried was definitely not salvia, so I was okay to try salvia. Yeah. And when I tried it, that's when I realized that it was definitely not salvia. And I yeah. tried to piece it together to figure out what it could have been, and I was like, oh, it had to have been like synthetic cannabis. Yeah. So, you, um, one thing I was just thinking of is like I wonder like the whole permafrying thing on with like psychedelics and like why people like say that they um they get like flashbacks and like just like a somewhat of a permafried thing i wonder if that's the fact that it is like a full agonist on those like receptors or not that's my or like on certain receptors like they just latch on so hard that the body like has trouble like unlatching them yeah well and think about like what like natural cannabinoids they when they latch on to uh, cannabinoid receptors they do hang out for a while and then also it hangs out it's like stored in your cells so that's why you're still pissing dirty like 30 days after you smoked weed Right. And so it's I feel like it's totally possible that some of these have even more affinity for the receptor. We know that already, but then that comes down to like even ha- their half-life. And yeah, totally. this is what's crazy is there's not good data at all on showing like the, the metabolism because not enough people have taken this and it's not been ever given to people in clinical settings. So yeah. well, and each of them could be different. Too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. so true. it's really hard to know. Um yeah, what I, w- I was reading, the best info I could get was off a rehab website, and it was saying that they have to get specific spice drug tests, and they, they, they could only really test up to three days out from when the person would probably smoke spice. Damn, that's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, so it, I feel like it's out of your system pretty quick, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. No, absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, that's one of the main things that I was reading about, like probation and parole and stuff like that is uh, like... I mean, the fact that, like, just the lack of testing that they can do for it is makes it to where people, like, are like, oh, like, I can get high while I'm on parole and probation and not get, not even have a chance of, like, getting in, in trouble for it. Like, or, <clears throat> like, the the chance is, like, slim to none. It's, like, the, the best, like, percentage of, like, getting away with it, you know? Um, yeah. Which is why so many people use it. And also why, like, teenagers use it and stuff because teenagers... Well, like some, some people get, get like drug tested by their parents. That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. Like yeah. I, my brother fucking got drug tested by my parents all the time. And uh, I've, my friend, I have friends that have fucking gotten drug tested by their parents all the time. And like, and part if of it's the not going to show up on a normal drug test, then you might as well yeah, smoke it. Which is part of the reason why I, I smoked it is because my friend who was getting drug tested by his parents was like, yo, let's like try this. And I was like, fuck it. Cool. And it's being uh, sold as a cannabis alternative, which is so problematic because it doesn't it doesn't have the same effects as yeah. cannabis. It has fucking some crazy. similar for some people, but it's very different and can be very detrimental. Yeah, it's like selling someone fucking like acid and saying like, oh, hey, this is going to be similar to like fucking like... Mushrooms. Or, or well, no, not, not even, even that. Like, like fucking... PCP. Yeah, or yeah, or just something like completely different. Like, uh, I don't even know what to relate it to. Like, like you go to like buy... Like, you go to like, oh, hey, like, do you... Like, you go to your dealer, they're like, hey, do you have, like, any, like, heroin or something? And they're like, no, but I have acid, and that's kind of similar. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, fucking crazy. It is crazy how it affects your receptors. Um. Micah, do you have any other uh, sciencey bits you want to talk about? Uh, no, that's that's pretty much it. That wraps it up. And I, um, you know, I was really surprised to read about some of this stuff because I personally never looked into spice because I just was like 
you know, I after trying it when I was really young and then realizing that it was like incredibly dangerous and it it became unpopular very quickly. Yeah. Um, when I was like growing up and in, in my teenage years that uh, I just had no desire to ever learn about it. So it was actually really cool to finally learn about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't really ever exactly. like do much research about it just because I had tried it and I was like, I know what this does. But like now researching it, I, I didn't even realize there were like so many different versions of this drug, which also makes it very interesting because it's like, okay, like which version did I get? And it's like, I, I, I truly have no fucking idea. And there's no way to find out. No, yeah. not at all. Because, yeah, it's it's very tough. So, um, unless like he still had the packaging, which I guarantee didn't, wouldn't hold on to that. Like, well, even then, it's like yeah. figuring out. Oh, yeah, that's a good chemical, point. Yeah. Like, because they don't list it on there. Right. Yeah. Well, so that's the thing. The kid that gave it to me, like, that smoked it with me, he told me that it was like, it had some name, like serendipity. And so I thought that I would be able to look that up, like, with keywords like serendipity K2, serendipity spice, like serendipity synthetic cannabinoids. And I never found anything about it. So I assume it was just like a very quick, like hit the gas station store in Bend, Oregon and, you know, kids bought it and then it just went away. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah. Spice is a wild, wild fucking drug. And, uh, yeah, so let's maybe go into some of the fucking culture and stuff and talk about the people that do use it because we're talking about teenagers that use it and uh, talking about, like, you know, just... Uh, spice culture. That's yeah. just really funny. <laughs> or the Spice Girls did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing before I get super into all this, I read an article uh, from three days ago that said... It's uh, <laughs> so funny. I just figured I'd start with this. Uh, this guy in Gulfport, Mississippi, that goes by the name of Karate Mike. Was our- <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> that dude sounds dope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, kind of not dope. Uh, oh, shit. He was arrested and sentenced to 13 years in prison for having multiple storage units filled with spice, guns, meth, and hydrocodone. Negative shout-out. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Not so funny... Karate Mike, <laughs> fucking hell, dude. Yeah. So, and the and the the sentence he got was uh, I don't know how the sentencing works in Mississippi or even really in most places, but uh, the thirteen years basically is like there's no chance of getting like parole or getting out early. Like he has to spend every single one of those days in prison, which is is crazy. it because the gun charge probably? I'm yeah, probably. I'm not sure. It might be the combination of guns and meth. I'm, I really don't know. <laughs> yeah, or and like the guns and the drugs and stuff. Um, I'm not really sure, but I figured that was kind of a funny way to lead into the culture because, yeah, dude, name is Karate two, Mike. You <laughs> said two whole storage units, multiple. Like they found oh. a bunch of different storage units full, full of all the shit. Like so, I, I don't know exactly how many, but it was it was Just definitely more than two. Spice. Yeah, I yeah, and it didn't say like how much spice they found, but they definitely found like all of these things in multiple storage units. And what's weird is that alone wouldn't be a crime. Uh, of what or, spice? Or yeah, I guess I it maybe it would, it would be. be. Yeah, well, it dep- yeah, it's, I'm, it's I'm, so I don't weird know. because it, especially depending on what Missis- chemical was in it. Well, yeah, and also being in the state of Mississippi, like their fucking drug laws are super gnarly. Yeah, the South yeah. Um, independently banned spice way before the rest of the United States, like yeah. two years before. That makes sense. Damn. Yeah. So um, yeah, but yeah, I figured that was kind of funny. <laughs> so negative <laughs> shout out Karate Mike. Yeah, yeah negative shout out very, Mississippi. <laughs> I have like a very specific image in my head of karate mike of like yeah a just skinny tweaker short guy that's like got a lot of face tats and he's just like i'm karate mike yeah <laughs> it reminds me of like someone that would be friends with jesse from breaking bad 
Yep. He yep. reminds me of that that guy on YouTube who swallows the hot dogs and then. Oh my, oh my god! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's like the funniest line ever. He just he spits out like three hot dogs out of his throat, and he's like, "I'm just saying." It's like, just saying what? <laughs> yeah. You just spit three hot dogs in your throat. <laughs> what are you saying, dude? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Negative shout out that guy. Uh, <laughs> but positive so, shout out the hot dog guy. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Uh, so anyway, uh, but yeah, a lot of people that use spice, uh, like the culture is more teens, homeless people and prisoners because it's cheap and it was legal at one point is easily accessible. You can get it from a gas station. A lot of gas stations, you didn't have to be 18 or a lot of these gas stations, they wouldn't care because it said not for human consumption. So a lot of these places you could buy legally and they there was really no like super hard law about it and it's also incredibly cheap so a lot of people uh they say you can buy a joint of it for a dollar and it's also extremely potent like we've talked about and so you don't even have to smoke a full joint like so in in comparison to cannabis like a joint like a one gram joint that's like 10 bucks probably like or depending on where you buy it like but like you know a gram used to be like 10 bucks 10 12 bucks and so you you know and you smoke like what like half of a joint some people smoke full joints like uh, but if you smoked a full fucking joint of spice, like you would be so fucked up. Like, and their quality control is so poor because it's just like it's just sketchy fucking incense, quote yeah. unquote. No, so exactly. it's no quality control. No, so None. it could be hot spots, almost like fucking fentanyl. Yeah, yeah. especially the- because it doesn't say uh, it says not for human consumption, so it doesn't have to be like FDA approved, like or approved by like the Food and Health organ- no. Organization. Yeah. Yeah, that's so sketchy because some of it, some of it is as potent as fentanyl too. So it's absolutely, like, yeah. You get hot spotted with freaking K two. Yeah, be taking off your clothes and running around. <laughs> that's the thing. I don't yeah. even think I smoked like a full bowl of it when I did that one time. Yeah, I think same. I probably took like one puff and was. I that's what's crazy was the experience was weird too because I instantly realized that it was like not a weed like experience. I was like, yeah, kind of hallucinating. Like, oh, cartoon. absolutely. Yeah, and it, it almost like if you have tingling on your fingers, you feel like you messed up your whole nervous system. Oh Dude. yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's the weirdest part that I forgot to mention was that I I had a tough time putting my hands into my pockets, like jean pockets, because I would have this like strange pins and needles, like jagged feeling throughout my like extremities. Whoa. Yeah, that's not not okay. Yeah, yeah that's super fucking- strange. Negative shout. <laughs> yeah, not an alternative for cannabis. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. No. Yeah, it was it was very fucked uh, when I tried it, which I'll get into. But um, yeah, and so like I said before, like the chemicals are not easily detectable in a standard drug test. Uh, this makes it an accessible high without getting in trouble if you're on parole, uh, parole, probation, getting drug tested by your parents, uh, whatever these things. Trying to get a job, so uh, that's why a lot of people, you know who would like to smoke cannabis, uh, you know, choose to smoke this instead because of the people saying like, oh, it, it is a cannabis alternative when in fact it is the farthest, one of the furthest things from that. So, yeah, just because it's a synthetic cannabinoid does not mean it's an alternative. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's the thing. I used to think that the, the they were like structurally related to uh, THC, like that they were you like would analogs. Think that. Yeah, yeah, you would think that because of the way they affect the same receptors and stuff. But it, it is interesting. Like, I didn't even, like, think about that until you started talking about it. Of, like, uh, just the different drugs that do affect you in similar ways, but all are, like, you know, structurally, like, different. Yeah. Yeah, it's super strange. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So yeah, K, um, we'll talk about the prison system for a little bit. Um, K2 has worked its way into the prison system and has been responsible for the death of many, many, many inmates. Yeah. Uh, it is a fucking huge problem. Uh, so especially, and I'm talking more of the United States. Uh, so yeah, let's see. Uh, K2 is extremely popular in, uh, Florida specifically, uh, that prison system. It is one of the top killers of all inmates. So not even like violence between each other. Like K2 is like one of the top killers of all the inmates in the state of Florida. Yeah. It is. Um, for anyone interested in hearing some K2 stories, go to 23and1 on YouTube. He interviews uh, ex-convicts that have gotten out of prison, and a lot of them have crazy K2 stories Damn, about people like jumping off bunks and stuff from like three stories up and just splitting their head, thinking they could fly or something. Yeah, Whoa. I should have. I forgot to fucking um, watch all that stuff. Um, man, that would have been good it, for us. It's pretty to... long, but... I mean, it would have really still been interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess the listener can go check those out if they're interested. Yeah. Um, yeah, crazy. So, um, but yeah, so a woman in uh, Durham, North Carolina was arrested on November 9th of this year. So literally like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Whoa. Uh, Jeez, why does this always happen? I know, dude, it's crazy. So, uh, and she was uh, linked to a scheme of bringing K2 into prisons via documents that were laced with K2. Yeah, so those are the papers Whoa. you can buy yeah. on the website. Yeah, so uh, she ran an operation with her son, who was a prisoner in Victorville, California. Shout out uh, Southern California. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so nice. uh, she would mail documents to prisoners uh, so they wouldn't be searched because the documents were fake documents that often represented legal documents. So apparently if you send legal documents through um, the mail like to a prisoner or something like that, like they're not allowed to like, be searched and stuff. Uh, which is interesting because it's like very personal information regarding cases and stuff like that. And, you know, like um, uh, officers or whatever could, you know, potentially sabotage some of that. So uh, I I believe that's why they they do it that way. So um, they she would like basically like made them look like they were coming from a fake like from a law firm and would just be papers dipped in in uh, k2 and then she would just send them to the prison to all these different prisons like all over the united states Damn. and um yeah she's so probably she, making bank because yeah k2 is really popular in prisons. yeah absolutely yeah so it was like a scheme between her and her son and she ended up not even getting in trouble for it because the son like took the rap for all of it it was just like oh no like she didn't even know and uh so Damn. yeah, who knows what all that is true, but yeah. So uh, she got off scot free. So how far. would how would she not know? I mean, it, you're yeah. sending fake legal documents into a prison, dude. Exactly, it's crazy. So yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I'm sure she'll probably eventually get in trouble, but uh, so far there, it seems like they're uh, trying. At least from the article that I read, that uh, they're trying to not charge her. So how do they like consume it? Is it do they like eat it? Like a no, water you smoke paper? it. You, you you like smoke the paper, which is weird because a lot of prisons like don't allow like smoking, uh, and so you can't get like lighters and matches and stuff. Well, not a lot of prisons, but some prisons. But they do. have like uh, these things called stingers, where they can like heat. They, it's like a, a thing they put into the light socket, and it heats up. Yeah, for like making like top ramen and shit or whatever. Yeah, wow. and they could probably light stuff with that. Yeah, that's a good point. And uh, yeah, so. Pretty crazy. So and and also like the fact of like dipping paper in K two like that's got to be 
like how do you even know the potency at that point uh dude i know and on that same website i'll mention it again um they have just k2 liquid that you can buy and it's just like green sludgy looking liquid and it's eight thousand dollars jesus <laughs> it was like 8500 but it said knocked down to 7500 i wonder how many deal. doses are in there oh god hella like, doses of mimosas dude enough to make your money back absolutely yeah, yeah. well and it's probably like uh, like upwards of like half a million you know yeah, yeah. If, it's, if yeah. it's in the microgram level and there's a gallon of it yeah <laughs> yeah you trying to go invest yeah yeah, got, no. yeah. <laughs> who has eight grand <laughs> it's a good deal dude um yeah pretty crazy so uh but yeah in the prisons it's just so popular so in our, it seems like it's also more popular in the states that like don't have legal cannabis or even like medically legal cannabis makes sense uh so it seems like it's really popular more in like the south and like midwest states and stuff that aren't don't have easy access to to cannabis and stuff like that and so in arkansas prisons in 2018 uh and this was in like the first this is an article that was only in like the first like uh, it was an article from September, and they said there were 11 fatal overdoses uh, by the month of September Jesus. Uh, that year, just from Arkansas prisons. That's Damn. insane. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so back to Florida. Uh, according to correctional officers, some of the K2 that they've intercepted has contained household chemicals, including roach spray, acetone found in nail polish remover, and ammonia. Dang, so they're doing Jesus. poppers with K2? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, pretty fucking, pretty intense. And uh, it just shows, like, it goes back to the conversation earlier that we were saying, like, all of the different chemicals and shit that's found in K2. And uh, so it's just people adding whatever to make it probably a different style of strain, I guess. Like, oh, this shit's different. This shit hits different. Dude, just, like, ingesting roach spray. That's, like, how could you do that? Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, right. or rat poison. Like, yeah, what the fuck? What's up with all these crazy ass chemicals? Yeah, yeah. nail polish remover. <laughs> like what? <laughs> and it's crazy that this is like for real. Like this is actually happening yeah. because of what we talked about with strict nine being put into a PCP and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like that was fake, but this is real. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah, in April of twenty eighteen. Oh yeah. So yeah. Speaking of fucking rat poison. Uh, in April of 2018, Illinois public health officials found rat poison in a batch of synthetic cannabis, and this has led to many severe internal bleeding cases, like what we were saying earlier uh, about internal bleeding. Don't Damn. ingest rat poison, <laughs> and probably don't ingest spice either, because it I don't probably know. has rat poison in if it. If your blood thinner medication is getting too expensive, then I'd yeah. rat, might as well rat just poison sounds like yeah. a good alternative. Get high and get medicated <laughs> true <laughs> i mean it is kind of like similar dying. to like why people like start doing heroin instead of like opiates like instead of, or instead of like their like painkiller medication or whatever same with spice yeah it reminds me of kratom honestly yeah true it's like a point. replacement yeah. yeah rat poison is a replacement for blood thinners <laughs> <laughs> heard it here first yep uh so anyway uh <laughs> So, from March to August of 2018, there were more than 267 cases of severe internal bleeding from synthetic cannabis use across 11 states. Seven deaths occurred. So, uh, even though they were internal bleeding, there are 260 people that survived, but only seven of those uh, 267 fucking died, which is I just gnarly. could not imagine just getting something from the store and just thinking it was going to be chill and 
Right. And it's ending up in the hospital for fucking internal bleeding and potentially dying. Dying Dude, from spice. Fucked. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking crazy. Like, because you, I mean, most people, when you buy something from the store, you think it's going to be fine to fucking, you know, use. Yeah. Like you assume before. that it's been like used before by other yeah. people too. Especially yeah. if you're already on a blood thinner or something and then you ingest rat poison and then you're just fucked. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So super gnarly. Um, but yeah, so uh, there have often been reports of prisoners forcing other prisoners to smoke it for their entertainment as well. So yeah, like, uh, fuck? you can look up videos yeah. on YouTube of it. Yeah, it's so fucking gnarly to watch. Dude. Yeah. So yeah, basically, so what would basically happen is uh, these these prisoners would basically uh, get these like different batches of K two, and since they knew each batch was different, they would hand out samples of you know of it to basically for people to try and see how potent it was, and then they would also force like inmates that they could like pick on and stuff like that they would force them to smoke it and just see what would happen like for their fun so there's stories of one specific story of uh these two dudes like in a cell like like basically like tying bed sheets together and like freaking out and fucking like all just like all fucked up like rolling around on the floor and these two other prisoners is outside of the cell just like standing there just laughing at him and uh yeah it's so gnarly and uh yeah and so fucking um uh, in 2019, a 37 year old man from the UK was forced to smoke spice, and it led to a brain injury, which led to him dying. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, super fucked up. And apparently, um, apparently there were times uh, at the same prison that uh, there were um, uh, all of the ambulances in the area were dealing with spice related calls at that prison. Uh, like every single ambulance. Every ambulance in the area was fucking at the prison dealing with fucking different spice related incidences. Holy shit. Just pack them into one. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, they just needed all the staff they could get to help because it was just a fucking crazy situation. That's and, insane. Yeah. So super gnarly. And, uh, what's even crazier to me is, uh, in 2018, all 25 prisons in Pennsylvania were locked down due to spice use. They were like trying to just get a grasp on the situation because even prison employees were using it and, like, getting sick. And so they fucking literally locked down every prison in Pennsylvania to be like, yo, like, Even the, the guards fuck? were doing it? Yeah. Jesus. Dude, yeah, fucking crazy. And like I said before, a lot of this happens in states where, like, legal cannabis or where cannabis is not legal. And, you know, people are trying to get high and, uh, you know, beat their drug test or whatever. Because all these fucking prison guards, I assume, get drug tested. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's just crazy that, like... We're now having to deal with this fucking, this, like, epidemic, or not an epidemic, but, like, all these issues from these, like, drugs because of the fact that, like, drugs are not legal and, like, regulated and stuff like that. Like, if you just go buy weed from the store and, it like, your boss, like, not get fucking mad for you smoking weed or, like, being on probation and, like, not being able to smoke weed or whatever. Like, if you were on probation and you were able to, like, smoke weed, like, you wouldn't have any of these fucking issues. Yeah. I mean... It would still probably be around just because Absolutely, it was yeah. invented, but it wouldn't be being used that often. No, not at all. Yeah. And so like, it's like what we've said time and time again, like if you could just go buy your drugs from the store, it would be so much safer for every person using them because you know what's in it. You know what you're getting. You know how potent it is. Like, you know, all of these things because it has to say it on the label and you know yeah. it's made in a lab somewhere. And so it's like, and probably regulated by like, like the FDA or something like that. Um, so, yeah, or I don't know who would be regulated by, but some some government, you know, fucking people. 
So the drug enforcement. Yeah, probably. Probably the DEA, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, uh yeah, it's it's it would just be so much more safe and we wouldn't have nearly as much of these issues and it is uh just fucking frustrating. Or even if we just had the option for people to get normal weed and yeah. then it's just like up to them if they want to smoke spice. Exactly. So, yeah, pretty crazy. Um, So, yeah, there was a... Another thing that I thought was interesting is that you can uh, not only smoke spice, but you can... Apparently, people were putting them in, like, vapes and edibles and stuff like that. And, Mm. yeah, and so on April 29th uh, of this year, uh, at 11.30 p.m., two women... Oh, this is in London, by the way. So, uh, two women aged 21 and 23. One of them was from the UK. The other one was an American friend visiting... Wait, so this was at 11.30? Uh, PM in London. So yeah. what time was it here? Uh, know? well, that's a I think nine hours, eight or nine hours ahead. I think eight hours ahead actually. Okay. So uh, would have been fucking uh, fucking two or three PM here. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I can't do the Sorry math right now, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Derailing it. That would have been uh three thirty PM. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Jesus. That took all of my brain power to fucking do. <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway, they uh they ingested what they thought were cannabis edibles, and turns out these edibles contained a synthetic cannabis, and both of them fell very ill, and the twenty three year old ended up dying days later in the hospital. What? Whoa. Yeah. And, That's weird uh, that like they die like days later too. I wonder if it was like essentially the doctors weren't able to treat because they don't know how to treat like these situations, you know? Yeah, exactly. Cause they don't know what, you know, what drug it is and like what exactly to do. And, um, and also like, uh, a lot of these, I've read multiple stories of people like falling into comas and stuff after like ingesting, uh, spice. So it, yeah, I've heard of like blackouts for like days on end too. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. When I try, yeah, I'll get into my personal story and definitely, definitely black out for sure and it's a uh, it's pretty it's intense and but yeah i was curious just the fact that like you could turn it you could put it in an edible and like you know ingest it that way and i was you know kind of just curious about like the i, I know it's hard to tell because it, you know there's not a lot of research done on it but like i'm just curious like because with the cannabis when you when you ingest it as an edible it turns into a different drug in your system and so I, i'm curious if it if it does something like that and uh, with spice, when you ingest it orally, if it uh, turns into something else in your system and maybe potentially is even more potent than smoking it. Yeah, I would speculate that it's highly possible. Um, yeah. Just because as we've seen with a lot of drugs, when they're orally ingested, there are metabolites that form um, that are, you know, potentially uh, having their own specific effects Yeah, outside of if you were to just take the drug iv or another route that doesn't have to go through metabolism yeah that would make sense yeah um yeah pretty pretty fucking gnarly so uh i wonder like, where they got the cannabis did it say or the edibles I, mean. uh, I think they just bought it from someone on the street like i don't know if oh, someone my. on the street or if it was a dealer or what it was but yeah uh, it, I, it didn't say in the article where they got it from um, K2 brownies it's yeah crazy. dude literally yeah it's fucking super gnarly so probably don't do that yeah uh no. so yeah and then 
talking about other things that are in these uh, so-called spice mixtures, uh, these spice drug. Um, I was saying fentanyl earlier. So in 2018, in New Haven, Connecticut, 76 people were hospitalized in a 24-hour period due to overdose. And this was from K2 that was laced with fentanyl. Damn. I feel so like it's so messed up that all we can say at the end of every time you mention something fucked up is just like, damn. Right. Dude, like, yeah. It's so fucked. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I didn't realize that, like, this was such a problem until researching this episode. Like, I knew it fucked people up and I knew there was, like, issues within stuff, but I didn't realize it was, like, this fucking crazy. I thought it was just a PCP style freakout kind of drug. Yeah. Same. Honestly. Yeah. Same. I didn't realize it was, like, I didn't realize you can ingest it and literally die from it. Like, I thought, like, most of the deaths were from, like, psych- like psychiatric, like, meltdowns and stuff like that and then like either like killing themselves like the thing that you were saying or like uh like the prison videos where they're like jumping from like multiple stories yeah uh, people jumping off of houses like whatever whatever it is like jumping out of your window in a hotel or a like, skyscraper whatever um i always assumed it was related to to those things but i didn't realize like literally you could just you'd overdose and die from it yeah and from fentanyl too why is there yeah. why are they putting fentanyl in this well like what we were probably saying earlier with like the whole opioid thing of like a a calming effect like it probably just even hits harder um yeah and i'm assuming the people that are ingesting this are probably ingesting quite a lot it's yeah. like their drug of choice absolutely yeah and it so. probably makes it more addictive you know that's what yeah. i was thinking too yeah with the fentanyl and stuff um yeah pretty pretty gnarly so yeah <laughs> Just go ahead. I wouldn't even say test your drugs. Just don't do fucking spice. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm don't even steer clear. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, but yeah, it's hard because you never know where the synthetic cannabis is truly coming from. Like we mentioned earlier, you don't know if it's coming from a lab. You don't know if it's coming from someone's garage, whatever. And uh, so in 2015, there was an emergence of problems with smoking K2. And this was due to the people buying K2 and spraying it on the plant material themselves. Uh, and then this results in a misdosing of product, which can lead to overdose. So, like, and this is not even talking about, like, you know, t- buying a spray bottle of it and then spraying it on your bowl of weed or whatever. Like, they're literally trying to make batches of K2 themselves. And then you get, like what we said earlier, hot spots and different things and, you know, just misdosing. And then you try it and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, this is way stronger than i thought or you you try some of it and it's kind of weak and then you just smoke a bunch of it and all of a sudden you hit a hot spot and fucking freak out and overdose yeah and don't uh lay your own k2 on your yeah. plants <laughs> it's kind of almost like lsd with like laying your own blotter and stuff <laughs> yeah yeah no. definitely and especially with how potent it can be yeah it's wild absolutely um so this next thing was something that i was like really blown away by because i didn't it's kind of funny, kind of not funny. Um, but yeah, so uh, I mentioned earlier people were putting them in vapes and stuff like that. And so it's been found in CBD products that are you can buy from like stores and uh, that are supposed to be what? CBD. Non-psychoactive. Yeah, chemical. non-psychoactive yeah. chemicals. Uh, so there's a company uh, that was called YOLO that was making, which is hilarious. So that's the funny <laughs> oh, part. No, <laughs> You only live once <laughs> when smoking spice. Yeah, I wonder so, if they named it that because they were like, "Fuck it, let's market a CBD." Well, no. So uh, what happened is, uh, the this is there was this other this company called Yolo, and uh, it was our it was a it's a basically a, a sub company uh, of this other company that was like um, 
selling i don't know if it was cannabis or other cbds but it was like a sub company that was like um and this was like a business partner of whoever owned the main company and basically this other company called yolo was like this basically the business partner's like own thing and uh he was the only one like regulating it and was just being super sketchy and was putting these things in there and without without the other business partner's knowledge and stuff because he was had nothing to do with really the other company and uh yeah and so was putting uh synthetic cannabis in some of these cbd product products that they were selling I so just, like doesn't it make any sense because it's they're, they're supposed to be non-psychoactive yeah so it's like people aren't even buying them to get high yeah it's fucking retarded yeah, so, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so a guy in Lexington, South Carolina, uh, bought one of these vapes and was hitting it in his car with his friend, like just leaving the gas station and just hitting some of his CBD, what he thought was CBD. Uh, and he went from feeling hazy to something very wrong in a matter of minutes. Like he was hitting it in his car, hit it a few times and just started to feel hazy. He was like, well, that's weird. And then within minutes was just like, whoa, fucking, this is not good. Like, oh, so what they the were fuck? CBD vapes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... His friend rushed him to the hospital and uh, the guy was saying he was seeing colorful triangles and uh, before he went unconscious, he realized that he like couldn't move at all. Like He was like paralyzed. And uh, so literally in a matter of minutes going from being sober to just fucking, I can't move and I'm like hallucinating like crazy and shit. And uh, so, yeah, the guy uh, was suffering from acute respiratory failure and drifted into a coma. And uh, he came out of the coma and was then released the following day um, after he came out of his coma. I don't know how long he was in a coma for. It didn't say in the article, but it said he basically came out of the coma and just was uh, released. It's a pretty short coma, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, they didn't say how long the coma was, but... Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway. Uh, but so these this company uh, was responsible for sickening 33 people in Utah as well from these vapes. Did they get in trouble for that, YOLO? I assume, yeah. I, I don't know really the full backstory of all that, but I, I have to assume, yeah, they, of course, had to get in show trouble up, for that. You show up to court and your defense, your entire defense is just like, bro, you only live once. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, pretty fucking gnarly. So that's just kind of really the ending part of all the culture that I have, and I do want to tell a couple personal stories. I want to add something to the culture. First, yeah, absolutely. Before we wrap up uh, and go to your story. Um, I was doing research on the the Florida cannibal, if you remember that. Yeah, def- definitely. The guy who allegedly did either Flocka or bath salts. Okay. I, it is my speculation that he was actually on uh, uh, Spice because he was found with nothing in his toxicology report but marijuana. Interesting. Yeah, and so and did they just, but his lawyer said it was cannabis, uh, by uh, like cannabis substance or something. Like it was, it was weird. It wasn't just uh, cannabis. They didn't just say cannabis. So it's my speculation that it wasn't bath salts or uh, flocka. That it was yeah. actually like K two or something that Interesting. caused them to do that. Yeah, I mean, it could have. Yeah, for sure, it could certainly be that especially if like so the the when they said that in a system like they did they just run like a standard drug test like through a system like with blood or whatever or so piss or they, whatever. they it was like a whole back and forth between the police and the uh people running the tests on um, the police saying like 
uh, it's definitely a research chemical. Like he wasn't just on weed. Uh, you need to run more tests and then them just being like, we're, we have the ability to test the drugs we have the ability to test for. Like there's so many research chemicals out there. Like we can't test for everything. I see. Okay, sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's probably what it showed up as is like being cannabinoid related. And so essentially mm. they, all they can say is like, okay, yeah, there was compounds that related are related to cannabis that were found in this person's system. But essentially they wouldn't have the ability to know if it's JWH 018. Mm. And I mean, they could, if they did like some research and found the, you know, the structure of that chemical and, and matched it up, but they're not going to do that. Right. No. I see. Which is crazy that they wouldn't because it was a national news. He yeah. literally killed two people with a knife and stabbed another one and then started eating one one of the person's face. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it certainly is possible for sure. I, I, I could believe it that he was using spice because after my own experiences of, you know, even the small amount that I ingested and blacking out, it's like... Stabbed a couple you people. You considered eating faces? Yeah, I definitely came out of it and was like, damn, how sick would it be to just fucking eat somebody right now? <laughs> <laughs> kind of hungry do you is there any like <laughs> local like peasants we could eat <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> uh no so that's terrible um yeah I, don't know. I i i could believe it though that's crazy yeah um that was all i okay. just wanted to speculate that i think he was actually on spice yeah damn well um so don't do spice you might eat someone's face off yeah after killing two people and stabbing another yeah absolutely yeah uh, one other article I want to mention really quick is one I was reading earlier because uh, I didn't really like uh, say any like teen articles. Um, but yeah, the 16 year old girl from Texas uh, ended up getting hospitalized because uh, she had like a psychotic like meltdown and I think went into it. I don't know if she went into a coma or not. I think she did. And uh, was, and from smoking spice and basically just like the report from her dad was just like yeah like she like walked into the rooms like acting all fucking crazy like slurring and like stumbling around and then like basically just like uh like being all aggravated and shit and then uh once he realized that like she ingested something like he called 911 and uh yeah and she had to go to the hospital for it and the uh I also was seeing I was watching videos of like um in Brooklyn uh in, in New York and stuff like that like people that were just like literally looking like walking around the street like zombies because they had been smoking spice and uh like this guy said was like filming and he was walking down the street and there were just like multiple people walking around the streets just looking like zombies and uh it was from them smoking spice. That's damn not cool. <laughs> yeah. Fucking crazy. So yeah, it's I didn't realize it was that prevalent and stuff like that, like either in the prison system or in I I literally thought it was like for like one or two years that like people were just like, Oh, cool, like spice, let's like try legal weed or whatever. And yeah, uh and I then I thought it and then I thought I went away. Yeah. And but apparently fucking it was around for a while. I don't think it really is much nearly of a thing because most of the articles I read were like from like 2018, 2019 or below before. But yeah. um, the but then, you know, then that article that just came out literally like uh, what was it, November 9th, uh, the lady got caught for fucking, you know, uh, sending shit to prisons. And then the guy yeah. that got then the fucking Karate Mike who got caught with all that spice so it's like it clearly is still around but i don't think yeah and i think people prefer it in prison because it probably doesn't smell like weed exactly well and then also the way that you can get it in like using the whole document thing like you can't, yeah, you can't do that liquid. with weed yeah yeah you just dip paper it's yeah. way easier exactly so well how was your experience 
my experience was not fucking very chill, dude. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I'd say negative. You're a weed out. man. I'm a weed man, and uh, so this was in high school. I believe I was a junior in high school. Um, don't remember exactly what year it was, but it was either junior or senior year, and so uh, this would have been like 2013, 2014. And so my buddy who had been smoking spice a couple times before this was just like, oh, like, uh, and just so you guys know who I'm talking about, I'll bleep it out. Is oh, and, yeah. Uh, so he was getting drug tested by his parents. And uh, he um, was just like, oh, like, I've heard about this. It's like, you know, it doesn't show up on drug tests and it's like supposed to be like a replacement for weed. Uh, let's, you know, like I've, I've tried it a couple times. It's like really fun. We should try it. And, then, you know, I was like. For sure, whatever. And so we were out at his grandparents' house uh, in the woods and shit. And um, so he... Do you remember the bag? I don't remember the bag. I think it came out of a little, like, uh, like it wasn't a bag. It was like a little, like, canister type of thing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm fairly certain it was. That's fancy spice. It, it did look pretty fancy. And, so almost um, packaged like salvia. Yeah, it was very similar to that, for sure. But okay. it wasn't was not salvia. Um. So I, uh, we were like, yeah, for sure. So, uh, he, you know, we loaded a bowl of it. He smoked he took a hit of it. I took a hit of it, passed it back to him. He took another hit of it and then I took another hit of it. And that was the end of the bowl. And we were just fucking went and sat down inside and we're chilling, whatever. And all of a sudden I start feeling really fucked up and I've smoked weed before for sure. Like a bunch of times before this. So like, I knew, I know what weed feels like. You don't like. need to sound cool. <laughs> dude, I've, I've been around the block guys. I've, I've been smoking weed for like 27 years, dude. Yeah, <laughs> since day one. <laughs> fucking 16. <laughs> Just smoking weed since I was fucking born, dude. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Anyway, joking. Um, So uh, I was just chilling there and we were just like, he was sitting on the couch like across from me and I was sitting on, the ca- on a different couch and we were just chilling and listening to music, whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm like really starting to feel it. I'm like, whoa, dude, like I'm fucked up. Like I'm starting to feel it. And so I'm sitting there like, you know, for so you guys can see. It's kind of sitting there, like, rocking back and forth a little bit, just like, whoa, like, and then all of a sudden, I would just go like this, like, I'm like, fuck, and then I just, like, black out for a second, and then, like, all of a sudden, I, like, like I don't know how long it was, I think it was only a few seconds, but I'm just, like, sitting there like this on my head, and just, like, holding my hands on my head, and I'm just like, oh, fuck, like, and I'm, like, black out for however long, and then I, like, come to, and, like, just looking at me, he's like, you feeling okay, and then I was like, I didn't even know what I was doing, and, like, I wanted him to, like, not think I was freaking out, so I was just like, uh... Like with my hands and shit like that. Just try to move my hands around like almost like antlers and shit. And uh <laughs> and he was just he just started he was just like, What the fuck is happening? Like <laughs> like just like, Are you okay, dude? And I was just like, Yeah, I'm just fucked up, dude. Like Um Yeah. And the thing I noticed about it is it didn't last nearly as long as cannabis does. Like I felt like cannabis, especially at that time, like cannabis always got me stoned for like hours. Um, especially, you know, like being a teenager and not having a lot of, you know, like I smoked cannabis, but I didn't smoke cannabis every day. Like I would, you know, it'd be like on the weekends with my friends or whatever and stuff. And, um, and this was very different. It it hit me so fucking hard, but it also didn't last nearly as long. And, um, and I was like, well, dude, that's fucking strange, whatever. And so I, uh, you know, we're chilling, whatever, and start to come down and he starts to come down and it really wasn't that, you know, it wasn't that crazy big of a deal and stuff. And, uh, so I was like, well, that was weird. Um, and then, so we were with our other buddy at the time 
who uh, you <laughs> you guys both know, and I'll bleep this out, but uh, this was a. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, so he was there too, and he was just like, "Oh, is that fun? Like, it looks fun, or whatever." And we we're like, "Yeah, it's, it's kind of fun, I guess." Like. And he was just like, uh, and at the time, like, I thought it was fun. Looking back on it, this was not fun. Don't, don't do this. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, so he was like, oh, I want to try. And so, like, he tried it and, like, would just hit it. He hit it, like, once and then just, like, laid down and then, like, would literally just kept getting up, like, off the, like, off the couch. Like, he would be laying down and he would just, like, sp- like fly up and then just be like, his eyes just, like, wide open, just, like, freaked out for a second and then would just go back to like laying down and then like did that for like probably 10 minutes and then fucking like we were freaking out like what the fuck is happening and then uh and then he finally like kind of came to and was just like dude that's fucked and um yeah it was very fucked up like i thought we were gonna have to call an ambulance or something because he was freaked out like freaking out i mean turns out you might have had to i we should have called an ambulance absolutely but uh you know, luckily it only lasted 10 minutes and we really didn't have to, you know, we should have done that, but it, luckily there was no could, rat poison. Yeah. Luckily right. it wasn't a really fucked situation and it had rat poisoning or anything like that in it. And, um, you know, he was actually okay and, you know, safe and stuff, but like it could have been a really fucked situation. Absolutely. And so, yeah, those are really just my two, my, my story of trying it. Um, it, it was, uh, not fun at all and it is something i recommend absolutely not doing and yeah. it's um well, lucky you made it out on the yeah. other side fine yeah absolutely so um yeah i mean that's all i really got dude just uh don't do it guys <laughs> it's yeah, not it's not that's fun. the harm it's reduction that's yeah. the harm reduction for yep. this week is just don't do spice it's absolutely. not safe yeah one yeah. thing i noticed about spice and research and just in this episode is i didn't know that we could go darker than heroin but Dude, turns out I know. right turns out spice is like worse than heroin yeah it seems like or maybe not worse but like it's a, a nothing good about it it's just a plain bummer yeah absolutely it's a negative shout out yeah <laughs> spice is getting a negative shout out <laughs> our rating on a one to on a one to five scale is a negative shout out <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i'm gonna start scale. doing that on yelp like leaving reviews of places that suck and just being like negative shout out this place <laughs> going worldwide with the negative shout out dude <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> call me well, Mr. 305 thank you everyone for listening um sorry that i and micah are a little beat um hope you didn't mind it too much uh, we will be back with the energy next week. I promise. Um, yeah, if you want to find us on Patreon, I'm just going to remind you that the interview is going live soon, probably by the time this comes out, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So head over to the Patreon. It's an insane interview. It's really cool. Uh, it was really funny. And uh, yeah, you don't want to miss some of those stories on there. So, yeah. Uh, that's patreon.com forward slash D-O-O-C or just look us up drinking out of cups on Patreon. Check it out. And uh, follow us on Instagram at drinking out of cups underscore podcast on Instagram. And uh, yeah, thanks for uh, listening, guys. Yeah, we appreciate it. A lot of fun, a lot of a lot of good stuff in this episode. And uh, I feel like glad we focused a lot on harm reduction because this is a very dangerous chemical or chemicals. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> the easiest harm reduction just don't do it yeah absolutely 
Yeah. All right. Well, All thanks, right. guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, you know what? See you next week. Back with the energy. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. There's nothing like listening to Drinking Out of Cups podcast. Nothing like it. <laughs>